his karate lessons might not turn him into a black belt. Hi-ya! And even after band camp, he might not be the greatest musician. But with the 3% annual percentage yield you can earn on a PenFed premium online savings account, your goal of supporting his dreams, thanks for everything, mom and dad, will always be worth it. Apply today at PenFed.org savings. Federally insured by NCUA. $5 minimum to open account. To receive any advertised product, you must become a member of PenFed. PenFed's got great rates for everyone. Walked out of the studio here, and I was wondering if Sue Henry was here, and I could hear people hooting and hollering like a family reunion. Welcome back to the studio, Sue Henry. Thanks for having me, Frank. I really appreciate it. <laughs> oh, I'm glad to have you here. So you're here as candidate. So tell me, how's the, how's the whole campaign going? You know, it is an amazing journey. You know from your own experience in your own life that there really is nothing like it. It's a very unusual experience with lots of twists and turns. No doubt about it. Now, you know, I, I was thinking here, this is so, so strange because when I was running, I was on your show. You were here <laughs> a couple of times. <laughs> Foreshadowing is what the people call that. What, what, what do you think? Did you learn or experience about politics that you didn't know? I mean, you've been involved in it, you know, as a radio host for a gazillion years. But what what did you learn about the whole circus? I learned it's a lot of fun. Is that a bad thing? No, it's a good thing. <laughs> I learned that it is high intensity. It is a lot of work. And I also learned, Frank, I don't know if you learned this, that ultimately... You make a lot of decisions. Did you learn that too? Absolutely. Almost every day. Yeah, because you, you have a lot of people around you who support you and help you, and they offer you all kinds of advice, ideas, etc. But at the end of the day, it's you that has to make all the decisions about the way this unfolds. Now, are you doing door-to-door? Do you want to see my shoes? Wait, here we go. Are you ready? <laughs> yeah, I'm ready. This is my... Uh, I wish we had the that's camera That's my going. Clark's wow. Artesian. I see it. You like that? Yeah. yeah. Except so, there's no shoemakers. We did that yeah, show. Right? Yeah, right? Um, we have done over 4,000 doors. 4,000? Well, a lot of people think that's not enough, but it's, it's what I, I could manage. And the door connection is so great because... When they first said to me, you know, you have to do a lot of door knocking, I thought, oh my goodness, I'm going to get bitten by dogs, chased off the property. You know, you often see those signs in people's window, um, yep. this home protected by Smith & Wesson. Yeah, exactly. All that stuff. But once you knock on people's doors to see them in their own homes, they're very, very, very grateful that someone took the time to come and see them. Someone cares about them. And, but people know you, and I mean, you know, oh, you, you've, you've been on TV. Part. I mean, I used to say when I knocked on the door, people thought they won Publishers Clearinghouse. See? <laughs> My favorite story, and I've told this uh, many times, is I knocked on a lady's door. She opened the door. She looked at me, and she said, yes. <laughs> people said to me, why are you here? You knew we were going to vote for you. I said, I don't know that. I don't know what you're up to in your own home. But even if, say, they, that we do have a little bit of, of a back and forth, it is just a great experience. You know, it's, it, most of them, even if they say, I'm sorry, I'm, I'm committed to somebody else, they're nice about it. And I always say to them, well, I'd rather know than not know. So that kind of has, has been a real pleasure. I did knock on a door. This was so funny. And uh, 
uh, I, I have a, a guy with me, Jonathan. <laughs> she, the, the guy had an Elizabeth Warren. Uh, I'm from the Elizabeth Warren wing of the Democratic Party. And Jonathan said, knock on the door anyway. I said, all right. So the guy came out and he goes, you know, I'm not going to vote for you. <laughs> and I said, all right. And he said, and you know, I sent you a message once that WILK, that you have the worst musical taste. And I said, I guess we're done here. <laughs> but that, I mean, if that's the worst thing that ever happens to me in the rest of my life, I'll accept it gladly. Yeah. Has there been any nastiness? I mean, no, I, I, no, no. Because we're watching this national stuff. It's mm -hmm. ugly. I yep. mean, we're, 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 we're newsed out here with this craziness. Absolutely not. I have found the people to be gracious. I have found them to be um, engaged in the process. They know what's going on. It's, it's not as if they don't. They're aware of what's going on in politics. And because of the layout of the 121st Legislative District, you have to do all the doors of the people what, that actually What, what is that? What is the geographic Okay, here area? we go again. Are you guys ready? Fairview Township on the top of Mountaintop, okay? Most of Hanover Township, except down by Ascom, Ashley, Wilkes-Barre City, Wilkes-Barre Township, and big shout out to Laurel Run Borough. Okay, all right. But you have to, you have to ask voters of, of all sides to please consider you. Okay, now, uh, Sue said that she will take calls. So if you want to ask her a question, you can get in line. We already have people calling. 883-0098-1-800-437-0098. I was going to ask you this question, but I think we'll take Jonathan, who wants to bring the subject right to the forefront. Jonathan, go ahead. What's your question for Sue? A couple of quick things. Uh, Sue, first of all, uh, uh, it's tough for me, thank God I'm not in your district because Edge is a good friend of mine. But uh we gotta we've gotta deal with this and you know it. Um I'm sure my son Franz will call. Oh you know, man, I love that guy so much. He has great musical taste and he's a pleasure. Yeah, I hope he would call. <laughs> but uh uh we have six properties here. Uh, we probably occupy living space maybe 15 to 18%. We have nobody and haven't for years in, uh, in public education. Right. And, uh, um, but the important thing is on our professional end, we have seen so many families <coughs> excuse me who um who have uh have somebody in their family uh who uh own a home and they're going into a nursing home Jonathan I know you're bringing up the property tax subject we got I'm going to I'm going to let you listen to the answer offline yeah, cuz um, I know that's the focus yeah, thank go ahead so I will work tirelessly diligently with anybody who will help to eliminate school property taxes. I wanna make sure that people understand. The taxes that you pay in the first part of the year, county and municipal, you're still gonna to have to pay those. There's no way around that. But there are some real legitimate ways to take the burden off the back of the homeowner and share the cost in a more equitable way. The The current system is archaic. It was set up because people had farms. Uh, you don't make any money off your house now. You just don't. And there would be an increase from 6 to 
in the sales tax in Pennsylvania. There would be an increase in the wage tax and there would be an increase in tax on some services to make this happen. The Pennsylvania Taxpayer Cyber Coalition has worked on this for, I believe, 14 years. They are a grassroots organization. They are not lobbyists. They are people. And their desire is to see this done. And my desire is to help them. And I believe this has built momentum beyond belief. Okay. Well, you, you campaign on this. You talked about that right away. When you're going out door to door and you're doing all your rallies, have you had momentum building on oh, this? Gosh, People yes. saying, this is, well, wait a minute. You know, yeah. we, we see the, we hear about the lobbying, the school board association. This is going to be like pushing a boulder up. A it doesn't matter what the other things have been done that are also hard. We should do the hard things because they're the right thing to do. I have talked to people who have paid property taxes for 60 years. I talked to a woman the other day. She uh, paid since 1965. That's the year I was born. And I have talked to people who have never had children in the school system and they've paid. I have talked to people who have liquidated their pensions to pay their school taxes for last year. Not even this year, but last year, just to keep it at bay. This system is wrong. It's wrong that only one group of individuals would have to bear the burden of this. How does this make any sense under its current form? Wow. All right, we're going to take a break. You still have the ability to light up the phones because they're all, we have a million phone calls for you. A million! <laughs> we'll be here until next Thursday. You can go into Michael Savage Show, 883 Sue Henry is here. We'll get to the phones after we take a break here on WYLK. And we have in the studio with us Sue Henry, Republican candidate for State Representative 121st Legislative District. Now, for all of you who are calling, we're going to get to the phone. Phones. Uh, you can ask your question, then I'm going to disconnect. You can listen to the answer, uh, you know, at home so that we can clear up lines for Sue to take more calls. And we'll begin with Rich in Wilkesbury. Rich, what's your question for Sue? Yeah, hi, Sue. I don't know if you heard Jason Barsky's show the other day. He had John Blake on. No. You missed it? Anyway, Mr. Blake said you can't eliminate the school tax because there's only three school districts out of 500 in Pennsylvania that don't have millions of dollars in debt that they're going to have to pay off somehow. So how can we eliminate school taxes as they have to pay all this debt off? All right, I'm going to answer that. Thanks, uh, Richie, for the call. Here's the way this will work. And uh, regardless, okay, whether there is property tax elimination or not, you still have the debt. You can't rip debt bonds up, right? What's going to happen to the people that issued the bonds, am I right? But here's the thing. You will pay less in school taxes until those debts are satisfied. So you may go from paying 100% to paying, we think, around 17%. That will, of course, diminish as the debt is retired, Okay, that's the way it's going, regardless, regardless of whether, and this is, this is used by people who don't want this, by the way, this is their old saw on this. 
You can't rip a bond. You know this. Like, yeah. I, I'm not, you know, you're, you were there, so you know. So you have to fulfill the obligations, then we're done. If schools want to do projects, they're going to then have to be done by referendum. School taxes will be... You mean be, let the voters choose? Yeah, I know. Wow, what a brilliant uh, yeah, idea. Yeah, we'll spray voters. Wouldn't you love that instead of having uh, five or six people but determine... When it come, when it, but 76, SB 76, HB 76, I, I was always concerned because doesn't it have wording that there's a window left open for some school taxes to pay the debt? And I always thought, yeah, like, that's, that's, that's giving gas to pyromaniacs. Well, here's the thing. Just the, exi- the existing debt, not the future debt. Right. And I went to the presentation of the, the uh, Pennsylvania Liberty Alliance at King's College. The man who gave that presentation indicated that there is actually enough money that those debts will be satisfied, but they don't like to talk about it. Wow. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. How do you like that one? <laughs> okay, let's go back to the phones. Line four is John in Wilkesbury. What's up, John? Uh, how are you doing? Thanks for taking my call. Uh, Sue, I just want to make a statement to you. I will vote for you, and I think you will win quite easily. I want to thank you for helping us common people. Thank you, John. Thank you, John. That was sweet, wasn't it? John, I I will look out for you. I am one of you. I am a common person. And uh, as I always say, I don't want Harrisburg to change me. I want to change it. Okay. (laughs) Good luck. Mike in Bloomsburg, you're up (laughs) next. What's up, Michael? Sue, uh, I'd like to ask you to respond to basically two questions. One is I'm hearing a lot of uh, critics say that this is nothing but a big tax cut for rich business owners. And secondly, uh, what would this do for Mary Jean and I who are looking to downsize into a smaller home? Would this help or hurt us? Okay. Um, Number one, in the state house, there is um, the ability right now to give what are called keystone opportunity zones. You've heard cause zones, KOZ. Why should lawmakers pick winners and losers? Why should they? Why not give everybody the same opportunity that you're giving the cause zones? This would make the state one big KOZ zone. Think about it, okay? That way we could actually, oh, I don't know, attract businesses to a state that lags behind in many other states. Wouldn't you love to see the state alive with opportunity? So what you're saying is that you don't want the lawmakers to have to grease the people who are going to fund their campaigns. Right. We, uh, I, I said pick winners and losers. Your right. way was more, uh, a well, more, more, upfront, yeah. more upfront. Number two, downsizing your home. Uh, well, you won't have to pay taxes on it, I guess, is the, if we get this through, you'll have elimination and that will be good for you because you won't have to worry uh, in the fall about how to pay these escalating. They go up every year. There's never a year where they go down. And um, in the district, Crestwood, this year, 5.5%. That blew through the cap. And they can. They blow through the caps. And that's and the Act, Act 1 that was passed last year showed that there is a desire to do something about property taxes in the state. The voters said so. Now, can, in 30 seconds, can you tell us about property tax or uh, pr- rental property? Well, if, if this will give people who live in rental properties a chance to buy properties for sure. And the other thing is that renters do do pay taxes now, to, uh, property taxes through their rent. It, it, it will be up to the, the uh, discretion of, of your landlord whether or not things will change. But can you imagine if you, maybe you'll be able to buy a house now if you don't have to worry about the escrow. Think of, this is, this is a no brainer, everybody. This is, do it. 
Okay. That was pretty good. 4.30. We're going to take a break for headline news. 23 minutes before 5 o'clock. If you don't think this is a powerful issue, property tax, Sue Henry's campaign, every line has been busy nonstop. Uh, you know, we'll try and get to as many calls as we can, but when you ask your question, be quick, and then we'll let you listen to it off air. Frank from Scranton, what's your question for Sue Henry? On the proposed increase of the Pennsylvania uh, income tax, will that be based just on earned income or dividend income, rental income? What's the sphere on that one? The spear on that, it is based on uh, wages, the wage tax. So that's the spear. Okay, let's go to France and Nanticoke. What's your question for Sue Henry? It's my buddy. Hi, Sue. Buddy. Uh, first, first of all, congratulations to your Red Sox. Oh, <laughs> my goodness gracious. Wasn't that just, this is, uh, th- this is an amazing year for me. It's been a, a lot. And uh, that was, uh, wow, that was great. Wasn't it? Did you see it? I'm a Yankees fan, but you're the only person I would ever say that to. Okay, well, you're you're a good guy, and uh, you have a question about something else, though, right? Yeah, I have a question about opioid, the opioid crisis. Sure. What do you see, because obviously the Valley is is written with this, what do you see as as an answer to this? And I'll get off. Nice to talk to you, Frank Sue. Uh, Thanks, Frank. Okay. And we can always talk uh, another time. We need a holistic approach to this issue. We need a holistic approach to the issue of addiction in general. Addiction should not be a shameful thing. People shouldn't um, degrade people because they have an issue with drugs and alcohol. That makes me sick when you see that. If people are suffering, we need to fix it. I know it's frustrating and it takes a while. Number one, young children. We need to be realistic with young children and we need to tell them how dangerous opioids are whether they're coming out of the medicine cabinet or they're, you know, heroin, street drugs. We need to be very clear with young kids that this is not the avenue that we want to take. Number two, we need to have effective programs when people get in trouble. We need to have diversion programs to keep them out of prison. If you need to be in prison because you are a dangerous, hardcore criminal, then you should be there. Because that keeps you away from us. Otherwise, we should use every tool in the toolbox to do effective diversion. Number three, we need to get together with families and figure out a plan for the family. Families should not live in shame because someone in their family has a problem. I don't like that. I think it's wrong. We need to get together with families and we need to get together with people who have have actually beaten this, who are in recovery and it's successful. Number four, when grandma goes to the hospital and they give her the white cup with the white pill in it, guys, gals, children, grandchildren, aunts, uncles, brothers, sisters, cousins, ask, what is the pill in the cup? So grandma doesn't get addicted. That happens too. We need to be smart. We need to use best practices and we need to work on this issue to solve it. The Valley has a lot of depression in it. People feel despair. That's a terrible thing. We need to have people who are resilient and and don't feel like there's nothing worth living for. Back to the phones we go. Dave in Mountaintop, what's your question for Sue Henry? Hey, Frank, thanks for taking my call. Thanks uh, in advance, Sue, for answering it. But I was curious if you could tell me the difference between House Bill 76 
and House Bill seven five zero four. Sure. And also, if you don't mind, is it is that correct that um, the big businesses will get a three billion dollar tax break from seventy six? There, there, there's a different uh, there's a different dynamic here. There would be businesses would would not have to pay property taxes. Like in the KOZ zones where we're picking winners and losers now. Okay. Five oh do you, can I answer this now or not? I yeah, feel go bad. ahead. No, no, go ahead. The 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 bill that Representative Pashinsky talks about in his advertising where he tried to do something was was done in twenty fifteen. That is Bill five oh four. That bill is a mirror bill to what the people fell for when they went for that casino gaming thing. The amounts given out in taxes would be capricious. Read the small print. He says up to $950 and he didn't get it. He hasn't done anything since then. That was three years ago. It's time to do something. All right. We're going to take a break. We'll be back with lots of phone calls. 14 minutes now before five o'clock. Sue Henry is here and she's taking your phone calls and boy, we got a lot of them. Let's see. Where are we going to go? Let's go to Joanna in Wilkesbury. You're on the air, Joanna. What's up? Well, I would like to speak to Sue. Sue is listening to you. I am listening. How are you? I'm well. Thanks for taking our sign. I, oh, I, oh, I can't even talk. I am so excited for you. I have six voters in my home and two other friends as eight. I've been passing your cards. Thank you. I am so excited. Thank you for running. It is my pleasure, and thank you for your help, and uh, thank you for putting our, our sign in the, in the yard there in Wilkesbury in one of the high-traffic areas. Right. A lot of people are taking my signs to put in their yards. They don't have to go on public property like a lot of the other candidates. People feel like they want to take my sign. That's great. Dave in Kingston, you're up. What's your question for Sue Henry? Uh, thanks, Frank. Uh, welcome back, uh, Mrs. Henry. Uh, Thank what you. do you have to s say that uh, SB 76 is basically a flat tax, which has been known for decades to hurt the poor, lower and middle class, and seniors on a fixed si income? Especially why SB 76 doesn't. Are you reading off a paper, Dave? Uh, Are you a serial caller? Taxes. All right, I got the gist of what he has to say. <laughs> Listen ahead. to me. You don't think seniors are hurt by school property taxes? You got to get out of the house more. Well, how would you like to pay for 60 years? How would you like to have no children and have to pay? How would you like to have to pay, um, you know, regardless of what, whether your ability? When this moves to this, it will be based on your ability to pay. Now it's not based on your ability to pay. Every year they come around and they say, that's the bill. They don't, and people can't pay, so they take their house off them. If it is consumption-based, then they will have leverage over what they purchase. I don't know how, there's a calculator on the PTCC website you can figure out for yourselves. If you don't pay any taxes for schools now, you're gonna have to pay something. But for all you people who always talk about free college, like, don't you wanna help pay for the schools where your kids go? I don't like that argument. Oh, well, then I'm going to have to pay. If you're paying zero now, you're not paying enough. Grandma is paying too much. Back to the phones we go. Let's see. Matt in Wilkesbury. What's your question for Sue Henry? 
Hi, uh, I'd just like to know if she has a plan for uh, entitlements and fixing the welfare system. Oh, Matt, we, you know, we go all over the place, and we are hearing that Pennsylvania is much, much too lenient and generous with benefits. Some of the surrounding states are much stricter. The guy who has worked on this the most actually is a local guy named Aaron Coffer. So there are bills that are being crafted to address this issue. You know, Pennsylvania uh, is very, very generous and liberal with uh, residency requirements, benefits. And I think Aaron Coffer even told me once that, that they want to do some kind of cross check to make sure that people aren't collecting in two places. Is anybody opposed to that? Because I'm not. No, I'm not either. <laughs> anybody? <laughs> 11 minutes now before 5 o'clock to Hazleton we go with Jerry and a question for Sue Henry. Yes, we share a former co-worker of oh, the late L.A. Toronto. Oh, man. Yeah. Oh, gosh. Well, but Jerry, my, wow. My com- I know you're short for time, but my yeah. comment is the true party of hate, the Democrats, who are out there already getting in people's faces when they just want to go to have a bite to eat somewhere, or Eric Holder telling his crowd to kick them in the head. So the true party of hate, the Democrats, who aren't really in power now, I fear what happens if they do get into power, whether it be local, state, or federal, when they have the power. They're going to come back after us like gangbusters. All right. Well, uh, so be it. Here's the thing. Um, That's up to the electorate. The electorate has the ability to look at what they see and decide if that's what they want. Okay. And um, I look at L.A. Tron's picture every single day. I got a text uh, yesterday from his Aunt Margaret. And, um, man, I miss that guy so much. But I, I wonder what he would think of all this for me. I have to laugh when I think about what he would... What, are you crazy? <laughs> That's what he probably would have said. <laughs> Ann in Kingston, what's your question for Sue? Hello, Ann. Ann. Go ahead. I, I would like to know approximately how long it might take to eliminate the property taxes if that was voted on. Yeah, uh, that's a, that's a, a good question okay, because Ann, I, I, I eliminated them and yeah, didn't I? Yeah, when I was there <laughs> yeah, in 2006, did. yeah. You fell for that. <laughs> um, and the, the thing that if you mean should this be passed and made into law, there'd be a one year grace period where you would still have to pay what you paid the year before, but it would be frozen at that particular um, point and then they would be eliminated the following year. Is that what she meant? Or how long does she think it's going to take? Um, less time if you send people to Harrisburg who want to do it question mark we have heard in in talks with a lot of the people from the taxpayers groups that the school board association has put such pressure on the people that sb 76 is virtually dead that there has been all kinds of pressure on people and house bill 76 doesn't have the attention it needs listen to me senate bill 76 almost passed yes it it was tied are all those lawmakers not not there anymore? I believe that there is the willpower. Let me revisit this issue so you understand. John Udichak, a prominent local Democrat, is a sponsor of Senate Bill 76. Lisa Baker, a Republican who is also a local senator, also is on board with it. That's two of our people locally. It tied 14 to 14. The Lieutenant Governor, Mike Stack, voted no. That's Tom Wolf. That's Tom Wolf voting no. So remember that on election day. But I believe the willpower is there, and I believe there are lawmakers or people would be lawmakers across the state who are running on this issue. And I believe if enough of us win, we can do something. 
But the guy that sits in there now, Eddie Depashinsky, is not interested in this. He only became interested in this because you're interested in it and I'm interested in it. So make sure you remember that on election day. He's not going to do anything. The last thing he did was 2015. It was half-hearted. And now he's like, well, I tried. Where have you been for the last three years? He's been there for six terms. He would go into his seventh term. Enough is enough. John Blake has been on the hot seat. Oh, over Bob Mello's so. hand puppet. <laughs> Frank Scavo's running against John yes. Blake. And, again, and Scavo's billboards are property tech, yeah. property tech. That's the issue. If these guys don't understand this issue, they need to go out in the community more and meet their constituents, then they would get it. Dave in Scranton, your question for Sue Henry. Uh, yes, hello, Sue. Um, basically, you mentioned that there would be, if there's a possible need for a tax increase, it would be on referendum that people would get to vote for, on it. For, for the, um, for, for, for construction. Right, or for what, yeah, construction or whatever. I'm sure there's a little bit more, et cetera, on that than <laughs> simply limited to construction. But my point is, what would that tax look like? What, what form of tax would we be voting on? You would be voting on the, I, I guess, the project cost of, of something that the voters would actually have the ability to approve or turn back. This, I think this would make some of these construction projects a little bit more realistic vis-a-vis -vis this Wilkes-Barre Taj Mahal school that's $130 million on the books and has an elevated track, a ticket booth, an 1,100-seat auditorium, um, a fitness center. It, they, this is... You you can't afford this, Wilkes-Barre. You have to be very serious about this because this is going to be very difficult for us. You have been attending school board meetings. I went to one the other day, and apparently I'm not allowed to go because <laughs> I pay taxes in the Wilkes-Barre School District. I don't live there, but I do pay taxes there, and I was roundly criticized by some of the school board members for actually showing up. Wow. Yeah. Okay, we got to take a break. I'm. We have so many phone calls. I'm gonna. Add, I originally said Sue stay till five. Now we got to keep her after five if she can because Ooh, we got to answer with some Sue questions. Henry. I love the name of the show. <laughs> 883-0098-1-800-437-0098. We'll be back on WILK. Sue Henry is here. We've asked her to say because we've got so many calls. But before we go back to the phone, Sue, uh, people just curious website information sure. about you, your office. First, before I forget, I have to send a shout out to our former colleague, Joe Thomas. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I had to. I said I would, so I did. All right. Yes. I have a website. It's uh, friendsofsuehenry.com. I have a Facebook page, Friends of Sue Henry. Last week, when I debated Representative Pashinsky, I brought out facts about his spending. He's a very expensive lawmaker. He takes the per diem. It's $191 a day, tax-free, tax tax-free. You don't have to pay tax on the per diem. Did you hear me? I don't know how this was ever set up, but that's just wrong. And I talked about his uh, automobile lease, and I talked about some other stuff. And uh, he said to me after the debate, uh, where did I get that information? And it's called a right to know request. I was a reporter for a really long time. So what I did, because he seems to be um, contesting his own expenses, I put all the PDFs on friendsofsuehenry.com. They're on the bottom of the page. Go there and read them yourself. Read them. And then you'll know what he spends. He is an expensive lawmaker. I'm not going to do that to you. So just be aware that uh, I'm going to do it differently because um, I was, you know. And uh, what is your website? How do people get there? www.friendsofsuehenry.com. Okay, let's go to Lisa in Hanover. What's your question for Sue? 
will actually, Sue, it's very nice to hear you on, Thank you, on the radio again. Thanks. And I wish you all the best of luck. And I actually you answered my question. Um, I wanted to get signs for my yard, but I had no idea <laughs> where okay. to go to hey, get Lisa, them. Hey, Lisa, listen. Uh, if Frank puts you on hold and Johnny Lucas takes your address, I would gladly bring you a yard sign. Okay. All right. Let's go to uh, John in Dunmore. What's your question for Sue? Oh, Henry. Oh, John. How the are you? you? My friend, but how I are you? I wanted to bring to your attention, I'm sure you're aware, the Scranton Times, I think at least a month ago, had about four or five pages of these homes who are, are going to be confiscated by the government. And the the figure six thousand kept on coming up, and I wonder if people are aware that there are, there are I would say I hate to say it, scoundrels waiting in the wings yep. who will swoop down, get these uh, homes for a song, and then go. This is wrong. This- All right, John. Thank he's, you. He's, so- he's, he's absolutely right. Um, Have you met people who lost their homes? Yes, many. I've met many. I know some of them personally. One of the people in my campaign lost a house. So I know it's it's real. The, the statistic from the uh, Pennsylvania Liberty Alliance in Luzerne and Lackawanna County is um, once every three days, someone loses their home because of taxes. Give me that statistic again. Once every three days in Luzerne and Lackawanna County, somebody loses their home because of taxes. And... It's a shame. You do have a degradation of the neighborhoods if if there are people who just come in and, and capriciously buy stuff and they live in uh, different parts of the country. It would be good if, if people could keep their homes because then they can stay in them and keep the community stable. While we have, uh, you know, all these calls coming in, we're getting all these texts, people saying, hey, we miss you, we miss you. Do you miss radio? I'm going to give a careful answer. (laughs) (laughs) Paul Harvey pregnant pause there. (laughs) I am still involved in in radio at at King's College. I manage their radio station. I haven't been able to be, I I read for the blind every day, except during the blackout period for the election since September. I haven't been able to read for the blind. I still produce the radio home visitor every day at King's. I'm not on it, but I produce it. That's, That's radio for me. That's enough. Okay. All right. Good enough. L in Wayne County. Question for Sue Henry. Uh, yes. Um, this tax that you want to eliminate, I, don't, I guess it's the property tax. Yes, Is that correct? Just, just to be okay. clear about this, Al, it's school property, the municipal and the county. The school, are, yeah, the school you're, tax. The okay. second tax now, of the year. This, this tax that you want to eliminate, my question is this. If you're going to eliminate that tax, and the majority of people are paying that tax right now. No, they're not. What, I don't think what, the majority of people are okay. paying that tax right now. I think that statement is, is false on its face. All right, well... Anyway, my question is this. How are you going to come up with all that money that the people are either now paying or not paying? How are you going to replace that with how many different types of taxes? I explained it already. You can listen to it off air. Go ahead. One more time. One more time. And again, and I appreciate it, but I've explained this a million times. And so has the Pennsylvania Taxpayer Cyber Coalition. The Pennsylvania Taxpayer Cyber Coalition has a website where you can go and see this explained. The tax will be replaced by an uptick in the sales tax from 6 to 7%. It hasn't been increased 
since 1968 and an increase in the wage tax for people who work. This will be good for senior citizens who have already paid far too much for far too long. Okay, that, that's just the way it is. So that's the way it will work. Pennsylvania Taxpayer Cyber Coalition website. Go and read the whole plan. All right, let's go back to the phones. Jim in Back Mountain. Question for Sue Henry. Uh, hi, Sue. Hey. Uh, I've been talking to you, uh, Thank Frank. Uh, I called a while ago, Frank, um, talked to you about three months ago about uh, trust funds in the state. And the one I heard about on WLK was the, the tobacco trust fund. I heard they, somebody took a billion dollars out or they gave a billion dollars out. I didn't know if that would be paid back or not if it was a loan, but... I thought maybe, or when you get in there, um, maybe you could look into some of these black hole trust funds. Oh, God, they, I would love to. I think we have auditors for that. Like, we have the, I, I think we have a fine auditor general right now. So do I. I think he does a fantastic job. And ladies and gentlemen, he's a Democrat. Yeah, Gene DePasquale. Um, I, I served with him. He's a, he's a, he's a decent guy. Uh, Bill in Four City, question for Sue. Sue, thank you so much for running, and I, I wish you the best. And uh, we need we need your kind of people. We need uh, basically non politicians running for office to kind of turn things around. But my concern on SB seventy uh, six um, is related to not really eliminating everything, the debt. All of these districts over the course of the past three, four, five years, they they've gone out and done building programs you know, $15 million to do an addition, and they've, they've kept piling on their debt, so we would still have to pay that. Um, I'm just... We still just, have to uh, pay it. Okay, so I've explained this already, but I want to tell you to check out the website of the Pennsylvania Liberty Alliance. They may be able to help you to understand this as well, because they, they came and gave a seminar about it. The debt, again, whether or not this is done, and I, if, if this concept seems ridiculous... If there is no property tax elimination through legislation, you have debt. If there is, you have debt. You can't rip up the debt. Somebody has bonds on the debt. Somebody needs to be repaid for giving the money. So it will be scaled down, okay? So you'll pay much less. And then when the debts are satisfied, you won't have to pay anymore. Does that make sense? Yeah, it does. In addition to school property tax, what would you say is your number two hot button well, issue? Well, it would have to be the opioid issue. It has to be. I mean, this is so... We're, we're a critical mass. This is a crisis, okay? That's the way it is. It's a crisis. We, we, there are guys I know that have businesses that cannot get people... And, and when uh, Tom Corbett said this, people mocked and ridiculed him. This guy I know that has a business, he can't get people to pass a drug test. He just can't. And that's terrible. We need to let people know that, you know, there is a better way, okay? And, you know, recovery is very possible. We know a lot of people who have recovered and it can happen, but we need to use the right strategies to make it so. And we need to be financially prudent because I think a lot of people jumped into this situation to make money. I just do. And we need to be careful. What works best? What are the best practices to help with this issue? Because recovery is possible. All right. We're going to take a break. When we come back, we got a few more minutes to take a few more calls for Sue Henry. 20 minutes after 5 WILK. Now, we have Sue Henry with us for the next couple of minutes. And Sue... Uh, Two or three people have called, and I know this is important. They want to donate. How and where, what? Okay. 
you, I have, a, of course, the Facebook page, which has my information, and my webpage, www.friendsofsuehenry.com. There is a PayPal option there, so it's real easy to do. Um, you don't have to, though. I didn't come here for that. I came here to just talk. But if you want to, I would be, I, I would be gracious and, and thankful. But I don't want people to give me money that they need for something else. Okay, let me, let me just ask you a, a, a kind of a strange question. This would be based on your political perspective as a radio talk show host for 100 million years. Remember that? Yep. I, I have the feeling that everything that's been happening nationally has changed the temperature of the voter that they're not necessarily going the same old route that they did. Do you, are you seeing that? They started that in 2016. That the, the, They started that process. And uh, Luzerne County was the canary in the coal mine for the country. Luzerne County helped to swing Pennsylvania, which swung the national election. That's true. There's the, That's 100% true. And other people since then have been more accepting in the way they think. And they've seen... What, what can happen. So they're basing their thinking on the economy, their job situation, et cetera. So yeah, there's, there's a lot that's changing. So if nothing changes, what is the future for property taxes in Pennsylvania? <laughs> it's grim. It, they don't go down ever. They're never flat. They're always up. And you, you just need to take the bull by the horns in the selection. It can be different. You have lawmakers from across the Commonwealth who are ready to pounce. 30,000 signatures were delivered on petitions to the Capitol. What was it last week or two weeks ago? Right. From people who can't. Their, their level of pain is so high right now that they can't bear it. And for people not to understand that. It's appalling to me, but I guess if I was getting uh, lavish per diems of $191 a day tax-free, I might not understand the pain of people. But I do understand your pain, and I know how it is. Now you can pay your property taxes on uh, an installment payment. Lucky us, huh? How do you guys like that? There you go. Joe in Swearsville. Thanks for hanging on, Joe. What's your question for Sue? Uh, Sue, the top of your ticket is not very strong, so how's this affecting your campaign? I don't know, Mrs. Lincoln. How was the play? <laughs> top of my ticket. Which the ticket governor, is this? Governor Casey, the, you know. The top of which ticket? Which, Republican what is, ticket. Wh who's the top person on the ticket? Is it the person running for U.S. Senate, right? My guess. I think Lou Barletta is a hell of a candidate. And you can't get a Lou Barletta yard sign to save your life. Um, there, People are trying to put them everywhere. The, the, you may be surprised, Joe, when you wake up on election day. I said that very or thing. The day I think after. It's, it's much closer than people oh, think, and, and, uh, the and polls are a bunch of baloney, I think. <clears throat> Republicans traditionally are very close to the vest. I'll go to talk to Republicans, and they won't tell me what they're doing. How do you like that? How important <laughs> is a governor who supports property taxes? It, it's essential. I told you, Senate Bill 76 tied. Mike Stack broke the tie. That was uh, Tom Wolf. So now you're going to get the, the, the social. The, do you, Democrats, Fetterman, really? You, the, you can't even see these two. Have you ever seen Tom Wolf and John Fetterman together except that one time when they had lunch? <laughs> this is, that ticket is, that's a disaster. But of course, you're never going to hear that um, again.
it's it's going to be tough for somebody to come in because of the dynamic where the person usually does win the two terms, and that may carry through. Ed and Mountaintop, question for Sue. Yeah, this is Ed Semensky. Oh, Ed, how are you? I miss you. I miss you too. But anyway, thanks for a great wrap-up. It's nice to know that we are have our two senators, Republican and Democrat, behind you. It's nice to know that the governor on the Republican ticket is with you. And then when you get to Harrisburg and vote for the leadership, make sure they make this a priority in the next session of the legislature. And let's have term limits for our current re- Democrat legislator in Harrisburg. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> I see what you did there. You have a minute. Your final stay. Anything you want to say. Anything, anything. This election is important, just like every other election. I need you, if you live in the district, to come out and vote your conscience. And I've told you in this last hour and a half what I believe in, so you know. And you knew before, because I talked to you for 16 years. If you want someone to go to Harrisburg that will do their darndest to eliminate your property taxes, not some kind of dog and pony show deal, something real... Please let me do it. If you want to send somebody to Harrisburg that is like you, send me. I promise you that I will do my utmost to represent you faithfully, listen to what you have to say, and be a steward of your money. And uh, please visit uh, friendsofsuehenry.com. You can see all those documents of what the current lawmaker in the 121st actually does spend. They're real documents. Frank, thank you for the bountiful time you gave me today. It's De- a, demanded by it's the, a real by the pleasure. Listeners. It's nice to see you. I'm glad you're well. I'm thank sorry you. about your mom. Thank you. And uh, it's good to be back on the radio, although I kind of wanted to sit over in that seat, but that's all right. <laughs> I'll be all right over here. <laughs> Thanks. Thanks. Thanks for being here. So we'll be right back on WILK. His karate lessons might not turn him into a black belt. Hi-ya! And even after band camp, he might not be the greatest musician. But with the 3% annual percentage yield you can earn on a PenFed premium online savings account, your goal of supporting his dreams... Thanks for everything, Mom and Dad. ...will always be worth it. Apply today at PenFed.org savings. Federally insured by NCUA. $5 minimum to open account. To receive any advertised product, you must become a member of PenFed. PenFed's got great rates for everyone. 